Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link, support the show, and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today, I'm talking to you about traveling alone. I've traveled alone many, many times, and most times out of necessity, and many times out of choice. I love traveling alone. I'm able to make my own decisions. I can choose where I want to go. I don't have to consider another person's feelings or options. I am totally solo and independent and free to do whatever it is I want to do. There's so many benefits to traveling alone, which I'm going to share with you. But there's also a lot of challenges of traveling alone that I also want to share with you and prepare you because I think everyone needs to have the experience of traveling solo at least once in their lives. I travel alone because I am single and I want to see things. I want to go places. I want to have fun. I want to explore. And I don't always have someone to travel with. Finding someone that you're compatible with, someone that has the means, and someone that has the same interests is very difficult when you're a grown person living on your own. So I just... I have decided to travel solo most of the time because it helps me to be able to have the freedom to go and do whatever I want. The first time I traveled solo, I have to say it was very challenging and I didn't expect it. So I'm going to let you know what to expect so you can be prepared and know that it's coming that there will be times of loneliness, there'll be times of really getting into your head, overthinking, and awkwardness. But before we get too deep into that, why would somebody travel alone if they don't have to? If you have a partner, if you have friends that love to travel, if you don't even want to travel, why travel alone anywhere? Well, it's important to spend time with yourself. It's important to get to know yourself. As a mental health counselor, my goal of my practice is to help people get to know themselves really well. And when you know yourself really well, you know why you do the things you do, you understand yourself better, you become a healthier version of yourself, you're healthier in relationships, you're healthier at your work, you're healthier just thriving in all levels. So it's super important that you get to know yourself. And if we always stay busy, and we always have noise around us, and if we're always constantly with other people, how do we know who we are? We know who we are as a coworker. We know who we are as a friend. We know who we are as a parent, a sibling, a child. We know who we are as many different versions of ourselves. But do we know who we are when no one is around? Do we know who we are solo? And are you comfortable being alone? So many people are so busy staying so active and with other people, they don't even know what it's like to be alone. And in all honesty, what I've learned is 
It's many people's greatest fear is to be alone. This is why apps like Hinge and Tinder and Match.com are so popular because the worst thing to some people is to be alone. But if you've been surrounded by people your whole entire life, or if you're introverted, or you just know that sometimes you need some solitude, being alone should be sought after. It should be something that you really long for and want to experience. My encouragement to you is to try it and to go on a solo excursion. And you don't have to go far and you don't have to go for a long time. And I don't even recommend going for a long time when you first try a solo adventure. But it's really important that you feel who you are as a human by yourself with no external influences. Know who you are when it's quiet. Know who you are when no one's coming at you, when you have no projects to fulfill. Know who you are when you don't have a house to clean or a job to go to. Who are you? Where do your thoughts go when it's quiet? What do you choose to do when there is nothing else to do but choose your own path? What would you choose? Where would you go? How would you spend your time? If it's just you making the decisions, do you even know what you want to do, where you want to travel, and how you want to spend your free time? There's a whole huge world out there, and you are able to go and see it. And yes, some people say, I can't go on these trips. I don't have any money. Well, you can do a road trip. You can go camping. You can find a little cheap motel for 100 bucks for a night and spend some time someplace else. There's ways to do this. You can stay at a friend's house who's away and spend some quiet time in a house by yourself. Don't think about why you can't and the reasons you can't. Think about how can you make this happen and what would it be like? What would it be like to spend 24 hours by yourself, 36 hours by yourself, seven days by yourself? It's very, very interesting that it's scary and sounds awful to some people. But what does that say about who you are as a human if you're not able to enjoy your own company? If you're not able to sit with yourself and sit with your own thoughts and sit with your own feelings, so many people self-medicate, whether it be through drugs, alcohol, sex, staying busy, over-exercising, overeating, gambling. People self-medicate because it's uncomfortable to sit with themselves, because it's uncomfortable to sit with their own thoughts, because it's uncomfortable to be uncomfortable. So I'm going to ask you to start training yourself to be with you, no one else, just you. Try it. And yes, you don't have to travel alone. You could do this in your own home and spend 24 hours, but it's definitely more of a challenge and an adventure if you go someplace else. So here are some tips if you decide that you want to try this solo adventure and go travel solo. First, find out where you want to go. And I would go someplace safe, someplace that maybe you're familiar with or someplace that's within driving distance or a short flight, just because you want it to feel comfortable for you the first time out. You don't want to go too far. Unless you're super adventurous, 
You can go eat, pray, love around different countries and go off on your own. That would be amazing. But for those of you who are afraid of this but want to dabble in it, I would say do a short trip. I just went to these getaway homes, which are little tiny cabins, and they have them around the country, and they have them all over the place. And it was such a beautiful retreat. It was a minimalist type retreat that really was rejuvenating, peaceful. And if you want to be with just yourself, stay in a tiny cabin because there's no place else to go really around you unless you get in your car and drive. But it's important that you find a destination that you feel comfortable going to, that you are excited about, that you want to explore. And research it before you go. Know the area you're going to. Make sure it's safe because when you're going on your own solo adventure, safety is very important. I do travel a lot by myself, but I'm never reckless and I never take risks. I don't go out late by myself to bars and clubs and things like that. I just don't feel safe. So for me, I keep it very low key and I'll go to restaurants by myself and I will go to shows by myself and I will explore things by myself, but I'm not a late night going out wild kind of person. So I will research where I'm going find some safe places that I feel comfortable with. And I will adventure to that place. Once I get there, I have to remember that there's no one else here but me. I have to enjoy my own company. So if it's new for you, and you haven't sat with yourself in a long time or ever, you might want to bring a book Phones are a great distraction these days, because it's like having a little computer in the palm of your hand. And you can bring these with you if you go sit at dinner by yourself or if you go on an adventure by yourself. So you have something to look at and read because it does get a little awkward sitting there by yourself. But I do encourage you also to put the phone down, to put the book down and just look around. Look at the people around you. Look at the lifestyle around you. Look at the nature. Look at the city life. How are people living? What's going on? Is there anyone you can chat with? Maybe you'll meet someone new sitting in the restaurant. Maybe you'll meet someone new in a museum. But again, safety is everything. So you always want to not go too far talking to strangers. You want to be pleasant and make conversation, but you don't want to give too much information. Let them know you're by yourself or that you're traveling alone. Just because it's a little awkward, you don't know who you can trust not to make you scared, but I'm very street savvy when I travel. I don't take big risks. So I'm always aware of my surroundings and I'm always aware of who I'm talking to. And I'm very intuitive with my vibe of a person. So if I'm in a public place, I don't mind chatting with somebody, but I always make sure I dismiss myself when I'm ready to and I don't stay too long. I just do what's comfortable for me and then I go back off on my own adventure. It's important that you really listen to your intuition and that you trust yourself to know when it's time to go home by yourself and make sure you don't stay out too late and that you're not traveling street city streets by yourself at night. I tend to taxi or Uber just to get into the car so I'm not wandering too much alone at night. So safety, again, is really important. But 
one thing I do want to let you know is when you are traveling by yourself, it might be exciting and relaxing for the first few hours or the first day, but you might find yourself really starting to get into your head and overthinking. And you start to ask yourself, what is wrong with me? Why am I here? Why am I by myself? Why did I decide to do this? I should have asked somebody to come with me. I should have stayed home. You start to question this idea of being by yourself. And just think about that. Why is it so hard for us to be alone? And why do we think it's the worst thing ever? Because we're not used to it. Ever since we were little, we've been overstimulated. We've been watching TV. We've been going to these different classes. We've been going to after school programs. We've been going to school. We go to college. We go to work. We go to all these things that stimulate us. But how much time do we actually spend on our own? And so this is a new challenge for us is to actually sit with ourselves. So another thing I encourage you to do if you're traveling solo is to have a journal and write things down, write how you're feeling, question yourself, question the world, explore your thoughts, explore your emotions, start to go into the silence, into the solitude of it. The quiet is very deafening for some people, but it's very zen for others. So if the silence is deafening for you, put some quiet music on, put some fun music on. You can still be with yourself and have some fun. You can still be with yourself and do puzzles. You can read books. You can listen to podcasts. You can listen to audiobooks or read books. You can go for a drive. You can go out on a nature walk. You can go to museums. There's so many things to explore and see in the world and enjoy them on your own. And many people feel uncomfortable because they want to share the experience with another person. They want to have someone to say, oh, did you like that? What'd you think? But when you're solo, you're enjoying this experience for yourself. You're enriching yourself. You're taking it all in and you can journal about it when you get back. You can let your body really feel it and experience it. We do shift and change when we travel. We become a deeper, more evolved self when we see the world, when we open our minds up to new experiences. It's like opening a parachute. We just become a better version of ourselves, a more cultured version of ourselves when we open ourselves up to new experiences. And traveling solo allows you to do that. And it forces you to have to reflect on the experience yourself. And it forces you to have to know that you enjoy this because you enjoy this. You're doing this because you want to do this and you want to become enriched. You're not doing it to please anybody else. You're not doing it because someone else wanted to do it. You're doing it because you chose to do this and to be on your own and to go on this adventure. It is very enriching to travel solo. It's very enriching to spend time with yourself and really get comfortable in your own skin, comfortable with your own thoughts, comfortable with your own choices. Some people don't even know how to start. They don't know where to go. Again, choose someplace simple, a place that you've always wanted to adventure to. Do it for a day or two 
And another suggestion is to go to a retreat center, a place like Krapalo or the Garrison Institute or Omega. These retreat centers are all around the country and they actually have planned events. So you're going by yourself, but there's other people there and they have planned activities for the weekend. So you can spend time alone, but you're not too alone. That's a great way to start all this. But traveling solo opens up your mind. Traveling solo opens up your relationship with yourself. It deepens your relationship with yourself. If you can be comfortable with you, then having any other relationships is like putting frosting on a cupcake. You're tasty as you are, but you have to get to know yourself. And then other relationships get better because you're not so needy. You don't need someone to travel with. You don't need someone to share an experience with. You don't need someone to tell you where to go, what to do. You don't need to compromise. You get to do you and you get to get to know who you are and really deepen as a person. I can't say it enough. Traveling solo deepens who you are. It allows you to be comfortable in your own skin. And then you can come back and share the experience with the people you care about. Share the experience with your partner. Share the experience with your family and friends. And it's a beautiful thing. It's brave to travel alone. It's scary to travel alone. It's takes courage to travel alone, but it's adventurous to travel alone. Again, safety first. I always encourage safety, going to places where you know you'll be okay, not taking any risks of like staying out too late at night or going to bars or clubs on your own. That gets a little bit sketchy. But going out to dinner, going to museums, going to shows, going on nature walks, going on retreats, going to places where you feel okay, like my little tiny cabin, and you just feel peaceful. Get to know yourself. Spend time alone. Really take a moment to journal about it. What's this like? And when it starts to get uncomfortable and you start to get into overthinking, just say, oh, I knew this was going to happen, but I've chosen to do this and then do something to distract yourself, whether it be listen to some music, read a book, or go on one of your excursions. There's a huge world waiting for you out there. And it's waiting for you. It's not waiting for you and a group of people. It's not waiting for you and another person. It's waiting for you and it's open to you. Take a chance. Be safe, but be adventurous. The world is your playground and I encourage you to go travel it on your own. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.